Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You're listening to the Raptors Rapture Podcast. What's up, everybody, man? It's a bit of a somber night for us NBA fans. I'm not going to lie. And uh, to be honest, not in the most happy state. Uh, we just kind of got news here as as this podcast is just kind of rolling in that the NBA season has been canceled uh, slash postponed for the time being. Don't really know exactly how long it's going to last. Don't really know what this means for the rest of the NBA season. Um, but I'm sure we're going to get this as it goes out. We're recording this late Wednesday night, um, 11 o'clock-ish where we're recording this. But, you know, it's thankfully it's not just me to talk about this because I could go into total tailspin here, um, going on to a whole bunch of different avenues. But I'm glad to have Gavin Axelrod from the RaptorsRapture.com, Raptors Rapture. Um, the website, I always go follow that, go read us, whatever. Um, but I've got him to come on, and we, we, we talked a little bit about this whole COVID-19 and coronavirus scandal that kind of all stemmed from Rudy Gobert and kind of what it means for the NBA, the next steps the NBA should take, and, and kind of just our first initial reactions about it. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I hope you guys um, can at least get some get some positivity from this because uh, I'm not going to lie it sucks. It might be one of the most one of the most memorable sports moments in the past really in in the past long time. It's a really long time. Um I I can't lie I'm a little off my game right now. I've been a little bit off my game uh, for the past little bit. So you guys uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I hope you guys can um at least get a little bit of of positivity from this and I hope you guys can bring a little bit of light to to your day. Uh, so here's our episode with uh, myself and Gavin Axelrod from RaptorsRapture.com. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad to be here. It's uh, definitely been a crazy night. So um, first off, um, what are your thoughts on this whole like canceling of the NBA season? Do you think this was the right thing to do, or do you think this was maybe a step too far? Oh, no, I definitely think this is the right uh, situation, like the right step here, because you want to obviously protect the health of the players, first and foremost, all the personality around them. And then especially the fans, too, who come to the arenas all the time. It's like there's a lot of parties who have to be looked after. I think that the NBA postponing the season until further notice, until the uh, pandemic sort of gets a handle on itself is a very smart move for them. Yeah, no, I, um, I, I totally agree with that. I thought that you know, there were whole talks about in this past, I would say like early on this week and a little mm-hmm. bit of last week, they were talking about maybe playing games with no fans. And we saw obviously Le- the LeBron statement saying, I'm not playing games if, if there's no fans. But I think that was more so of him saying, you know, I do this for the fans. It was more of a statement from mm-hmm. a guy like LeBron. Whereas now, you know, a guy like Rudy Gobert, who is kind of the, you know, quote unquote patient X that we know of right now for the NBA having um, this COVID-19 coronavirus, whatever you guys want to call it, 
and and you see the impact that it could possibly have and especially on the Toronto Raptors the yeah the Raptors very 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 recently you know played the Utah Jazz and and a guy like OG Ananobi got in a scuffle with a guy like Rudy Gobert and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Raptors fan but that's something that I noticed early on because that's just something that I I immediately thought about was okay what happens if Rudy Gobert comes in contact with a guy even if it's not OG Ananobi and how quick this thing can spread because now you think about all the guys on the Jazz team who were potentially on a flight to OKC which they were who were in the locker room with Rudy Gobert which they were are all of them going to get it or is their coaching staff going to get it or the training staff going to get it are the general managers and and the head office guys are they going to get it and then you look at all the teams that they played over the past little bit because you look at stats that say, you know, probably 50% of people just about maybe a little bit above that they get the they get this and they pass it on during times where they don't know that they have the virus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. like having Rudy Gobert come out and it's not his fault. I, yeah, exactly. there's there's that thing going around Twitter and you're seeing and, and Instagram and whatnot of him touching all the mics and stuff like that and and obviously that that kind of thing was probably in in good faith and kind of trying to keep the keep a, a good mood going around the the whole thing and, and try to keep reporters a, a little bit calm and keep his teammates on on a little bit joking side of things rather than thinking of such a a serious measure but at that moment like that is some of the dumbest shit yeah could have done you know yeah. what i mean i didn't um, like a lot of those memes i was like i i, I found it after the fact that he was uh like it was confirmed that he had it i thought it was kind of distasteful a little bit just because like it's pretty serious and if people are like kind of clowning him like that it's sort of disrespectful but yeah no i uh i totally agree and like we're we're seeing news as we come in right and like the the woes bomb of of you know the NBA will use hiatus to determine next steps moving forward. The league says, you know, per Adrian Wojnarowski, and no games are going to be played, and and all this kind of stuff. Like it is a, it's a tough scene for the NBA, and like frankly, to me at least, like I'm I'm a 98. I know you go to Ryerson, and you're yeah. a, a journalism student, so like you can't be much older than I am. Um, we've never really seen this outside of lockouts, where like exactly. this was kind of expected. Whereas this part of the NBA, like, the biggest thing that we thought it was going to be was, like, oh, they're going to play games with no fans. That's okay. Like, that's fine. It is what it is, right? Um, so, like, for, like I know we've, we've talked about, you know, uh, a couple of things here. But, like, where were you when you found out? Like, how did you react initially? Okay, so what I was doing is I was writing an article for the site, like, Raptors Rapture on how the potential next steps could affect the Raptors. And I sent it over to our editors, like the site experts. And then the Oklahoma City, Utah game started. And I said, hold on, let's not post this. There might be more coming. And then all the news broke. And I was so shook and I was shocked because, one, it was so eerie that I was writing this story on what could happen with the Raptors. And two, it's just like the league ending the season. Well, not ending, but like postponing the season in the middle of play with just weeks to go before the playoffs is such uncharted territory that you don't even know what to think and then 
I didn't even I didn't it didn't even occur to me that the Raptors were so like could be so involved in this until I saw it on Twitter that oh yeah the Raptors just recently played the Jazz and then my head started spinning like oh my god how many guys are how how far back does this go because we don't know when and where Rudy Gobert like actually got coronavirus but the symptoms started today from what it sounds like which is also super scary exactly and and like that's kind of what I touched on earlier right it's like you don't know you don't know when you get it and like the biggest thing that I've read of like I've kind of I saw for me um where I heard like I was out of the bar with our so I'm in I'm in a sport media program at Ryerson and we uh on Wednesday nights, like pretty much all of us don't have class Thursday, Fridays. Right. Our our Wednesday class is six to nine at night, so we generally, you know, go out to a bar and just like that's kind of our weekend kind of night. And all of us, as the as news came in, one of us said, you know, I I get the Woj notifications on mm-hmm. my phone, so I kind of like broke it to the friends that I was playing pool with at, at Ram and the Rye. I'm sure you're familiar with that. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. So we we're playing pool, and I go, holy shit, dude! Like, the NBA season is canceled like mm-hmm. I and I didn't so like I didn't really clue in right away because like I didn't I hadn't heard of like the Rudy Gobert um diagnosis yet and I was like oh my god like canceled but I was like I kind of put two and two together and then I kept reading more and more and like as more and tweets came out and Sham started tweeting more and I literally like this and I this is like a really tough season for NBA fans right like obviously with the Kobe passing and this mm-hmm. but with this, like, I have never been on my phone more and, like, checking Twitter or Instagram yeah. or Facebook more than, A, like, when Kobe passed away and, B, when this whole news broke. And obviously, like, it's – they're two totally different scenarios. But in terms of the NBA world, I think they almost affect it in the same way. And I kind of felt that as a whole because I saw it and I was like, just kind of like you said, like, where did it start? Hmm. Who else – like, how did Rudy Gobert get it? Who has he given it? Like, who has this also affected? Is it players on different teams? Is it a player on his own team? Because presumably, if he has it now, chances are the rest of his team, with the amount that it's spread so far, the rest of his team has it. Exactly. And, and then who are they getting in contact with, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then another element I was just going to touch on, like, you being in a media position, like, me being in journalism, the thir- the first people that I thought of were just, like, the media personnel who are around these guys all the time, and then how could they potentially have it from coming into contact with these guys? Like, what are their next steps? They're sort of, like, innocent bystanders in the whole thing. They're just, like, caught in the middle of this, like, outbreak and trying to do their jobs as well, which is just so surreal and crazy. Absolutely. Like, this is... Um, I know, like, Bill Simmons tweeted it, like, literally just before I got home and just mm-hmm. where we, we started growing this. is like, this is probably the craziest day, like, the NBA has ever had, especially yeah. with social media, right? Like, obviously, like, I hate going back to this because this is such, like, it's, it's such a tragic event. But, like, the Kobe death um, was, like, a horrible accident for the, for the NBA community and NBA Twitter and social media and, like, the NBA as a whole. But, like, this is almost on a, on a, different level not necessarily personally but it, it almost makes this whole like quote-unquote pandemic um more surreal right like it makes it more real to to us because you always think yeah like these big organizations like the nba like they're never going to actually cancel games because there's the ad revenue that they can make there's the tv deals right. that they have going on there's all these different things that that the NBA will will not cancel for because 
they have so many different feet in the pond you know what i mean and exactly but then but then you see things like march madness oh we're gonna play games without without fans and you think jesus like they make so much money off of those tickets no matter how cheap they are for for the early rounds we make so much money off those tickets we don't have to play pay any to the to the students you think jesus like they haven't been they haven't been good at all in terms of you know giving students revenue giving giving anybody else revenue but themselves and they're taking these precautions that was one of those real moments that you look exactly at and like how legit is this thing and then you look at schools like Columbia and Stanford and, and all these different schools in the U.S., they're canceling. And, and then all these schools in Canada, Nipissing canceling their Laurentian. Yeah, Laurentian uh, too. Classic, right? And you're saying, damn, like this, this thing might be legit. And like there's not a whole lot of media coverage in, in Toronto where we're from that is going, oh, yeah, like this isn't, this isn't that bad. Like it's not the worst thing in the world, but it could be legit. And then you see, oh, yeah, you know, the whole entire NBA is – is being canceled because of this thing and, and it's one of those things like i mentioned with the march madness that they have so much on the line for right. however many games it is right whether it's the quote-unquote two-week quarantine that they're gonna they're gonna maybe do like most people are advised to do if they have been diagnosed with with coronavirus um but who knows right because you also look at it in the sense of if if rudy gobert has it and he played in Utah the other night. Who else is going to have it? Not only on their team, not only on their staff, but who else has it in that entire arena? Yeah. Security guards might have caught a whiff of something from him or from any of his teammates, and then they might have communicated with a beer vendor, who might have communicated with a food vendor, who might have communicated with their family and their family and whatnot right and i'm not trying to make this sound scary because <laughs> it is pretty scary though like when you think about what, it and that's what it is right and and this is almost making it more and more real right mm-hmm. and i'm not a i'm not a i'm not a nursing major or anything <laughs> like that i've got no idea what's going on but this is one of the craziest uh one of the craziest moments like is there anything that you could think of that like kind of that kind of like tops this or even like comes close to this in terms of like relevance in the NBA or like a moment like this that you can think of that's come on in, in really any sports league? I don't even know in general. Like I wasn't alive like when 9-11 happened and the, the snowball effect that that had on sports and like these kind of events. But it just feels like one of those days where the NBA is standing still. And now you'll see other leagues like during, I was watching the Jets Oilers game because I'm from Winnipeg and then at intermission, they're talking about what the NBA is doing, how it relates to the NHL, the crossover between the arenas that Utah has played in recently and the NHL teams, and just like the snowball effect that the NBA canceling the season for the time being will have on other leagues is just so like it's so crazy, and it's so it's one of those things that you never think will actually happen until it does happen. Like you wouldn't wake up in the morning and say, "Oh yeah, the NBA is going to postpone its season because of a widespread pandemic of coronavirus." It's just I don't even. There's barely any words to describe how surreal this whole situation has been. Is it like that's that's what I'm saying, man? And like, I this this podcast is really difficult to do. Mm, Um, And like, I I tried to do a a podcast for when Kobe passed away, trying to like express emotions and and how to do that. And that was more of a thing where um, I wasn't able to express myself emotionally because it it genuinely genuinely hit really hard. Right. Um, 
because of like the the connection that I felt that I had with Kobe Bryant being a huge NBA fan and whatnot. Whereas this is more of a a a global outcry. You know what I'm saying? Like this is more of a a thing that is genuinely going to affect not just Kobe Bryant and his family, but actually not and not even just NBA fans, but people who come in touch with NBA fans and people who come right. in touch with with everything that has to do with you know the Utah Jazz and whatnot. Um, and it's and it and it really sucks. And like I I really have to say that 2019 20 season has been absolutely horrible and you can see like i'm i'm trying to go through twitter right now and and trying to like get a hold of all this stuff as i'm as i'm talking about it and it's just so difficult because there's so much stuff going on you have mark cuban hopping on sports center basically kind of laying the land but all once again he's not a health professional and and you've got the nba making all these different statements basically saying we're suspending gameplay um, until we have next steps moving forward. And then you have all these people reacting. There's Kendrick Perkins, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, Bradley Beal. Uh, you saw, I don't know if you've seen that clip of Devin Booker basically going out and saying, yo, what the, what the F is going on? Like, this is right. crazy while he's on his Twitch, on his Twitch stream. And it's like, there's, there's so much stuff that's happening that it's, and I know we're doing this kind of like as it's coming out, like it's so hard to really ingest everything and, and know all the facts right away. But, um, it's, I'm, I'm almost lost for words. Like you said, like, yeah. I don't know, like if I, if you've got some stuff to say about this, cause right now, like I, I'm, I'm at a, like, I don't well, know. I really don't know what to say, man. Well, I think the important thing for our listeners and people to remember is that there's a strong, there's a very, very strong chance that, because players in the NBA are young, they're very healthy and they're in great condition, they will, like, they have a very strong chance of recovering. So, like, it's obviously it's okay to be scared. It's a completely, like, scenario that spooked everyone. But in all this, like, commotion, it's really hard to forget the fact that these players that get it can recover, and hopefully they will. Because it's just, I think there's going to be, I think you'll probably see a lot more players test positive for this now that it's happened because it spreads very fast which would be unfortunate, but yeah, it's just, it's important to remember that people can recover and that it's not, it's not a tip, like a doomsday scenario per se, but it's definitely like a, a, it's a dark day in the NBA. And I think it's a dark day in sports that this is showing that everyone thinks, Oh, it's like, it's a joke coronavirus. Like we're going to have the memes and stuff. And then when it hits something you love and it hits the sporting world, you're like, wow, like this is, this is legit. And Mark Stein put out a really good tweet where he said usually uh, sports is an escape from real life for people. And then my response to it when I quote it was that on this day, like not even sports could escape real life and the two just clashed. And what a night. Yeah, dude. So that, that Mark Stein tweet, I'm telling you right now, I, I had uh, I screenshotted that to talk about on this, on this podcast and, and like the NBA communication statement, um, I also I also screenshot just to like make sure that we touch upon that. But at the same time, dude, like you made a really good point that the the NBA players probably aren't going to be as affected as as some people that we've seen. And and you know I I know that the coronavirus has um, when I last checked was like a three point something percent mortality rate, and that's generally in the 
the older people mm-hmm. or or the younger generation, like the the babies that are kind of getting it. Right. Um, so you, you're totally correct in the sense that most of these these players at least are are going to be fine, um, and that's that's a really good point because if if you're thinking about it, there's a, a very high chance that a lot of these guys, especially with the shape that they're in, aren't going to be affected as hard as a lot of people think. They're probably going to have a pretty shitty, you know, two, three, four weeks, oh. whatever, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, they go in isolation. That'll just be so lonely. Exactly. Like, they're going to be isolated. Um, I, I heard that the the OKC Jazz game, um, you know, they were basically quarantined to the arena. Royce Young tweeted 12 right. minutes ago that the Thunder have left the arena, but the Jazz are still there, kind of quarantined. Um and they're basically going to be quarantined in OKC for the time being until until stuff happens, right? Until they really know what's actually going on with them. Um, and it's crazy, man. Like like you said, like this is literally like you know this is something that we haven't experienced, but people probably are safe from it. But at the same time, we don't know what's going on and like who it's going to affect which is so crazy. Like I can't mm. even, I can't even think about it. And like, you know, there's people outside the NBA, like Tom Hanks who are um, yeah. being affected by that it. Was, that was also like so surreal to exactly. see that he got it too. Right. And it's one of those things where you see it and you're like, God damn it, man. Like I thought this guy was mm-hmm. impenetrable, right? Like this guy's one of those guys where you look at them and you say, man, this guy's crazy. And, and even with like a, and it's crazy because like even a, a guy like Rudy Gobert, who is, you know, seven foot, a billion right and he he can basically defend anything you see and it's like oh my god like this guy's got coronavirus like he is is potentially spreading it throughout the nba and and with media members and with players that that our favorite team you know the team that we kind of write about and and i for me personally i podcast about like potentially um has affected them uh you don't like to see it obviously but it's it it just makes it more real than than anything and um it's crazy, man. It it really is crazy. But I think um, you know, you look at different ways that this team that the the NBA could have really gone about it. And to me, the way that they did it with with uh, you know, actually canceling the games and not just making it a matter of here, yeah, we're just going to not let fans in. I think that was the right move. Um, mm-hmm. what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree that this was the best possible scenario for the NBA and it also shows that the league are sort of they set the precedent for other professional sports leagues that maybe they don't have a case yet but they could and the chances are high and that if the NBA is serious enough about the protection of their players that they're going to postpone the season I, I, I applaud them like I don't have anything negative to say about the NBA like anything they did tonight because I think that in the long term and in the long run this is one of those things that it's the cliche. It's it's bigger than basketball, and this is one of those scenarios where, at the end of the day, you want these guys to be healthy. You want their families to be healthy. You want everyone who is involved with any of these teams to be healthy, and you just hope like for the best for everyone. Yeah, that's the thing, and 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 something that we're seeing um, trending on Twitter right now. I'm trying to just like get all the all the news right. and information in as we can right now. Um, but one of the things we're trending that's trending right now is, a this is a bit of on, on a positive note is you know, Raptors uh, yeah. trending trending with the NBA champions, 
um, a lot of people saying, you know what, the Raptors are are still the back-to-back <laughs> NBA champions. They're going to be champions. Um, Shane Young tweeted saying, postponing the season only extends the Raptors' reign right. as NBA champions. Uh, <laughs> as a Raptors fan, I, I, I love to see that. And, you know, it's absolutely unbelievable uh, to like be able to say that um, it's just it's a shitty time to actually you know have to say that kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, but at, at the other time like you know coronavirus update is trending and OG Ananobi is trending basically because of the fact that he was in such close yeah owners with Rudy Gobert especially when you see that scuffle at the end of the game not only are you thinking man I hate Rudy Gobert for fighting OG Ananobi. It's it's now like, goddamn. I hope OG Ananobi's okay, and I hope all these guys on the Raptors who flew home to Toronto and apparently had a a like media kind of thing with citizens are also okay because I think they I, I heard somewhere that they went bowling. And yeah, that was the event. They had that yeah, charity event. so they had the charity event and they went bowling. And now not only are are the Raptors players in you know in 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 um, in close to that, but also the the fans that ended up showing up at the thing. And it's just it's crazy to see, man. And then you see like I don't know if you saw it, but like Vince Carter also like kind yeah. of got out his like quote unquote potential last game. Um, it's you know what? I how long do you think this lasts? Like the whole season? Do you think they're still going to play out as as it kind of goes on? Uh, I I don't want to like say for sure because I think it's impossible to predict when this might end. But my hope is that eventually, with the technology that exists in our world and the resources that we have, that a cure or some kind of medication can be developed and found, so that like it can be produced in masses and then. At some point, hopefully not too late, the NBA can finish this season. Because I think in terms of the quality of basketball that we've seen uh, this year, it's been amazing. We've seen the rise of Luka Doncic, Trey Young, Damian Lillard was on a tear for a while. The Raptors have played extremely well in the face of adversity. And the fact that literally no one, except for maybe Raptors fans and some analysts, gave them zero chance to compete. And it would just be such a shame for them to have to cancel the entire season in the wake of this. But it also would be really interesting if they do continue, if the season ends in July or August, how that would affect their ratings as well, because some people might switch to baseball. But also having M- the NBA Finals be in the mid- in midsummer could be pretty cool. Yeah, and that's kind of what, uh, I think it was the Hawks owner who was talking about it at Sloan, basically saying, like, we should push the NBA back, whatever, da-da-da. Um, but I, I did see a, a very funny tweet um, by his uh, at is at Siakam Spin on Twitter, and um, it goes, it's you know that Rudy Gobert uh, like crying video of him not knowing like finding out that he's not gonna be an All Star and like talking about it or whatever. Um, and the tweet goes, when the NBA is suspended and the Raptors have to play the Nets in round one with Katie and Kyrie in August. Yeah. It's very possible um, that and, and and so if and I genuinely think like if if the season does get pushed back, like there are pretty big implications as mm-hmm. to what the actual NBA season is gonna look like. You obviously we've seen LeBron on a tear 
and we've seen Giannis kind of go down with a little bit of an injury. And obviously, we've seen it like the the Nets with Katie and Kyrie who have gone down, who could potentially return for a, a later series. Um, you see like Steph Curry, who's just coming back from an injury right now, who can play himself into shape, and a Clay Thompson, who down the line, if if potentially healthy, I know they probably won't get a playoff berth by then, but it'll change the landscape of of the league and and there's been so much stuff that's happened um as of late you know gordon hayward could potentially get healthy again like you know fully healthy and and the raptors obviously could potentially get fully healthy if this thing doesn't totally affect them as much but like how do you see this do you see this potential like quote-unquote postponing of the season like impacting the raptors postseason and 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 like rest of the year as a whole well immediately when i was writing the story before that had to get scrapped i wrote that the time if the nba was to postpone the season voluntarily before obviously rudy gobert got the coronavirus but it was confirmed i wrote that uh it could be beneficial for some of these guys because the raptors have been like hit with the injury bug to just get some time off and recover but now obviously they're trying to get their injuries recovered and they need to make sure that they don't have coronavirus so it's kind of a toss-up. But then one of the drawbacks also is that when players, especially guys who are older, take a lot of time off, they need more time to get back into the game. And practices can only do so much to ease you back into the rhythm of playing. And, like, nothing simulates a real NBA game like playing in a real NBA game. And so I don't think it'll necessarily hamper them in the postseason because I think that they'll be able to, uh, they'll be able to get back. But I think of all these teams who are fighting especially in the west from like the four to eight seed or like six to eight seed where those guys are it's a close margin and when you're in that fight and you're on a roll and then you have to stop and then pick things back up and potentially play again what does that do for your team chemistry and then another thing i just like thought off the top of my head is that if the nba has to finish the season in july or august what do they do with the draft the draft combine and summer league which are in those months like would they do the draft and not let the newly drafted players play in the playoffs? Would they push back the draft? Would they like cancel the season and still do the draft anyways? It's one of those things that you don't really think about at the time, but it sort of just popped into my head as we've been talking here. Absolutely. And and one thing that I've kind of thought about as it goes on is like, are, is the NBA, once it kind of gets back up and running and, and gets these tests back where guys aren't necessarily positive, for coronavirus um are they going to take into account the more important teams in the league where you know they'll kind of let the knicks and and the hawks of the of the world kind of sit this one out while yeah. the 9 10 11 12 seeds depending on how close it is um whether it's in the eastern or the western conference kind of battle it out for that that playoff berth and and let the guys who are already in the playoffs kind of go at it and and see who's really focusing on on getting that second seed we know the the second seed is so coveted in both the eastern and western conference and and kind of letting them them battle it out for for that positioning and i know it 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 probably sucks because we've heard the ratings the ratings have been down all year the ratings have been down on christmas the ratings are down here the ratings are down that um this this is not going to help and mm-hmm. it it is potentially going to hurt uh with the whole china situation to begin the year um 
I don't know I don't know a whole lot about how like the salary cap is is done and how the like all the media deals are are taken into account for you know next season and whatnot um, but I wouldn't be shocked if this potentially has a impact on like the salary cap for the NBA over over next season especially if uh, like this thing continues to go on which I I obviously hope it doesn't but who knows right and then something I, oh, I was just going to say, you think about uh, these teams that are on the bubble, especially if the NBA like cuts them off, that just sucks so much for like the, these lower, especially like New Orleans, they're trying to make a run for the playoffs, Portland, and if the season ended, they just, you, it's just like there's no reward for anyone in that situation, and even the teams higher up, like, it just puts such an asterisk on this season, and like, which I thought was like a really, really good season of NBA basketball, despite all the things that have happened off the court. And then I also think that absence makes the heart grow fonder in a sense. So we actually could potentially see a rating spike, I think, when basketball does return to TV, just because depending on how long we've gone without it, people will be like, oh my God, like I need to watch basketball. Just uh, like it, it, we could see some ratings, like the ratings go up a little bit at the beginning when the NBA does eventually come back. Absolutely, and like obviously, you know, both of us don't know how long this this thing mm-hmm. is going to go on, and we don't know like how long this cancellation or postponement is going to be. Um, but I know damn well I'm going to be watching NBA highlights for the next however long for sure, right? I'm going to need to get my basketball fix in. I'm going to need to I'm going to be playing 2K as much as I can, like got to get my basketball fix in at some point and like just trying to figure out what's going on and I, I wouldn't be shocked if if the NBA saw kind of it'd be interesting to see if the NBA actually saw like a spike in Zion highlights LeBron highlights over the next you know one two yeah. three weeks depending on how long it goes because it diehard basketball fans and especially like reporters and and guys who like blog boys whatever you call us people who work at fansided or who who work at you know the ringer per se who are very reliant on on just like watching the game and maybe not even being at the game um how they're going to respond to this and if there's is there going to be a hiatus on not just the nba but like nba media content because i know for me i was talking about this to some of my friends who know that i do this podcast they were going well like if this is gone for you know more than a week what are you going to talk about mm. and the thing is like i don't know right unless unless an an og like i'm knocking on wood here um unless an og or, or someone like that gets kind of dealt the hand of of having this and like i said knocking on wood like all as much as i can um unless they get dealt with the hand of like getting coronavirus it's like what is there going to be to talk about how many people is this really going to affect not just in in the nba who play there and who coach and whatnot um and i know this kind of a thing that we parked on like everyone outside of it which is pretty it's pretty crazy to think about man yeah and then i wonder also at the same time if the ncaa tournament will actually go on as scheduled just because uh fred hoiberg he used to be an nba coach coaches nebraska and he left their tournament game tonight and that whole entire team is being quarantined and i don't know like where they are in the ncaa standings but you have to think that if this is slowly making its way into the NCAA as well, if they'll even like continue the tournament, because if the NBA canceled their season, does the tournament really still happen? Because they were going to do it without fans, but now like who even knows at this point what'll still happen and what won't happen? Even baseball too, you probably won't see a lot of games at the beginning of the season. Yeah, and I think uh, you know it's 
this type of thing is really like bigger than it's bigger than sports. You always hear like, oh, it's bigger than basketball. It's bigger than hockey. It's bigger than this. Bigger than that. Um, but this is really a type of thing that not it's not just a a a young kid coming to the game seeing his favorite player and being inspired and whatnot um this is something that can like affect everybody in in like the whole sense of of the not only just like nba fans as a whole but like the the entire world um Mm. and like i i just saw that uh they brian windhorse kind of reported that players are being told to self-quarantine if their team has faced the jazz within the past 10 days yeah it's it's horrible Um, and and that could be a whole lot of teams any team that has come in contact with those teams in the past 10 days right so the list goes on and on and on and on and on and um i i i genuinely don't think that they could have done anything you know much sooner than this exactly um you know you can always like look back and hindsight's 2020 as, as people always say and it's like it's tough to say oh yeah we should have canceled as soon as coronavirus hit but at the same time like you didn't know the extent as to what it was um this was like mainly a european thing and it was mainly something that like wasn't really in 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 North America, but like it was kind of poking its head out. Um, and it's like it's really tough to gauge. And when you're a business, like making as much money as possible, but not only making as much money as possible, but also like entertaining millions and millions and millions of people across the world and across you know your country and and North America as a whole, like it's really tough to stop because a lot of people in business are saying. You know, I I would like to serve as many people as possible, and and as long as we can do that, it's it's tough, man. Like, I I to be honest, like I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of as many things as possible to say here, and like I know like we haven't heard everything from Adrian Wojnarowski. I can almost guarantee you this guy's going to be up all probably the next 36 hours kind of tweeting Pro, things oh, out. Oh, yeah, 100%. This guy's going to be working way harder than I am. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, but you know what? For for right now, um, to me, that's all that I think I can talk about. I, If you've got anything else to say, man, please do. No, the only thing I have to say is that it's just one of those things where when you look back on this five, ten years from now, uh, you're going to look back and ask people, where were you on the night that the NBA stood still, you know? one of those one of those nights absolutely man it's it's definitely going to be one of those nights and um it's going to be one of those things where you not only like you're gonna remember where you were but like you're gonna right now i'm looking at it i'm hoping in five ten years i can i can look back on this like fondly and not as like something that really really fucked up the nba you know what Mm -hmm. i mean um uh so that's going to be it for for the Raptors Raptor podcast uh, to all you Raptors fans and and whatnot, I am going to urge you guys to be safe. Um, frankly, I'm one of those people who have been like very non-concerned about the coronavirus up until now. I've been one of those people who has kind of uh, been on the side of oh, it's not that horrible until it gets horrible, and it hasn't gotten horrible horrible yet but um now this is something that is is really affecting not only my life but a lot of the people who listens listen to this podcast life and and obviously you gavin as well like it's going to affect your life not being able to watch raptors games <laughs> to watch nba games it's going to be tough for a little bit um and this is this is just one of those things that happens uh, but on on a more positive note guys the raptors um are going into this whole situation in a really 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 good position we don't know where this is going to pick up 
we don't know how the season is going to play out. We don't know how the playoffs are going to play out. Um, but for right now, the the situation for the Toronto Raptors is is really good. And I think that's something that we can look forward to as a whole and as a community here and, and try to stay try to stay as positive as possible, even though you're obviously going to be missing something that you love yeah. a whole lot. Um, so that's going to be it for us. I know this was probably a bit of a, uh, a, a less organized episode than I'm sure a lot of you guys are used to. Um, Gavin, once again, man, thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Thanks for I, having I, me. Yeah, of course, man. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, coming out here real late at night on a, on a Wednesday. I don't know what your school schedule is like, but I'm sure this isn't the best thing for it. Oh, whatever. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate you guys. Obviously, all you guys listening, I appreciate that. You guys can always hit up raptorsrapture.com daily. Um, you guys can go out there, see us writing a whole bunch of stuff, really great creators like Gavin, like myself. Um, Chris Bosch hit of- us up today. Chris Bosch hit us up today. That's what I'm saying. That's the one, that's the one positive from the NBA today, man. Chris Bosch hit us up. Uh, he got pretty fired up at one of the articles we wrote about his Hall of Fame uh, candidacy, I guess. Uh, so you guys can definitely go read that. Go read everything else on RaptorsRapture.com. we got daily content. we got content coming out about every single Raptors game that goes on. So you guys can come here every time. And, and as always, like I, like I like to do, make sure you guys subscribe, rate, and view to the Raptors After Podcast wherever you guys listen. And you know what? I'm, I'm unfortunately saying this was a bit of a somber episode, but like I said, thank you guys for listening. And uh, as I finish every single show, man, uh, go Raptors. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything from t-shirts and jeans to sweatshirts and jackets. And of course, their legendary best hoodie ever. So you can fill your wardrobe with the pieces that will get you through your spring days, like the lightweight joggers and pullovers in the French Terry collection or the rich and polished premium Slub Crew tee. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, American Giant makes something that's sure to be your next closet go-to. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Find a closet staple for every part of your day at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use Staple 20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20.